baseball fans. BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free to play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free to play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Hey, what's going on? You are listening to Talk About Gay Sex. I'm your host, Steve Rodriguez, with my two co-hosts, Jeremy Ross Lopez on my right. Hi. And Steve Carpenter on my left. How Hello. you doing? And happy 20 fucking 19, y'all. 20 fucking 19. Thank God 2018's gone. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was in my ear. Wow. We are loud and proud. And I don't know. You guys like ready to just say goodbye to 2018? Yes, Bye-bye. we're ready. I'm ready for a fresh start. Yes, it's a huge, huge uh, year. I'm excited for our New Year's special. We're recording this, but we're also filming it too. So check out our YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com forward slash talk about gay sex. A little later in the show, I'm going to have DJ Laurent on the show. Um, he, if you listen to our dark and dirty after show, it's the theme opening track that he plays. He has a new music video to go along with the track. He's going to tell us about that. Cool. Also on our Dark and Dirty show, so stay tuned for that. Very cool. But happy 2019. Yeah, happy 2019. We made it. Thank yeah, God. We did. <laughs> <laughs> I trust. Um, it's. I mean, it's a big year, though. We. We. I think we have a lot to leave behind mm-hmm. with censorship. We could go on and on with yeah. the things to leave behind. I mean, catastrophes, let's just hope, at least in our gay bubble, mm-hmm. or <laughs> we've yeah. got a big year ahead of ourselves, starting with uh, our two-year anniversary, y'all. Has it been two years? My God. Cheers to us. Exactly. Cheers to us. We still have a while before we get to the seven-year itch, so we're still, <laughs> still hanging in there. Maybe. And it should still be hot and fresh, right? Mm. It's always fresh. Yes, and cleaned out and douched and all that good stuff. Well, I wasn't going to go there. But <laughs> well, I did. Long, I yeah. did. Um, no, so uh, coming up in February, uh, we're going to do a live broadcast. Uh, more to come to celebrate our two-year mark. We thank you for being with us. Yes. We thank our Patreon members. Uh, more in store for that, becoming members. Um, but in 2019, it's also going to be a big year in for all of us gays mm-hmm. it's the 50th mm-hmm. anniversary of stonewall yeah which is huge awesome. especially for our city <clears throat> this it city is. is going to be absolutely insane because I know. people are going to come from literally all over the world yes thank god i mean it is going to be queerio city and so does this <laughs> fall right before uh pride falls like is it in the same month it, it or? coincides okay it coincides so okay the, the, i mean the, the i know that stonewall's is, a big deal in the pride parade anyways pride but parade is, yeah. both and will probably be, be like a gigantic insane yeah. celebration i mean it will right be. i'm so, sure people from everywhere in the entire world will come for both 
Absolutely. Yeah, well, and as you said, it's also World Pride yeah. here in New York City. And World mm-hmm. Pride's just really gained so much. People have told me that it's been around for years, but I don't know that I knew about it so much. But in the last couple of years, you've been hearing more and more about yeah. it. And this year, New York's very happy to host it. So it's Thank God. huge for that. <laughs> 50th anniversary. So if you're going and you don't have a hotel reservation, you better do it now. That's for sure. Kinda, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I wonder if they're already like getting booked for that. Oh, I'm I mean, sure, I'm, I'm sure, sure people were, people booked it the minute they heard about yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, New York hotels go up, go very quickly in the first yeah. place, so. Y- yes, you know. yes, people are going to be looking for those Airbnbs. Airbnb, and... Mr. B&B, which we should talk to them about advertising. We this. will. Oh yeah, Mr. I've Mr. never heard of that. Mr. B&B? It's mm-hmm. it's it's basically gay owned and run guest houses. Oh, that's cool. Like Airbnb. So. In any city or just certain Pretty locations. Much. That's Pretty cool. Much. Exactly. So I kind of wanted to start with a segment on this uh, 2019 show. Um, let's take care of business though. What are what or who are we leaving behind in 2018? I mean, who are we dumping you, people? <laughs> well, you for one. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. You, you, you can't do that. We're no. stuck with this one, unfortunately. Your contracts. I still got you. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot. We have a contract, don't we? Yeah. Not in in, in, in the bl- air. In blood. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I would say going forward, I don't have anyone specific that I can think of at the top of my head, but I think that uh, the the friends that I have that have not really put any effort in towards. Uh, reciprocating friendship. Mm-hmm. I think I'm over that. So I think that if I've had, I have just a few people that I could think of that have been like kind of fallen off the map a little bit, then that those are people that I just don't feel like made the cut really, Clean if you know house. what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, it also depends on, it depends on why they've fallen off the map. Yeah. You know, if they're having personal tragedies or that's something, true. that's another story. No, but, I, it's not that. It's but, just kind of lack of, I guess communication or like when you reach well, out to somebody and then they're just like, get back to you a week later or two weeks later and right. stuff who, like that. Well, and it's right. just, in general, that's just a great rule. I mean, yeah. who needs flakiness and who yeah. needs, mm-hmm. in, we're all so busy mm-hmm. uh, that who wants to put the effort in and not have it reciprocated? Yeah. Right. So in general, I think it's not anyone specific, but it's just any Mine's few very specific. Like, Mine's a guy hmm. that I think I've talked to you all, but maybe I oh, think yeah. I've talked about it on the show. It's a guy that at first I met him out and about and very handsome guy, tall. And yeah, I you met, could, him. met him. You, you both had met him, sexy. Mm-hmm. We ended up... Uh, and you had hot gay sex on your countertop. We did, yeah, <laughs> which is like... <laughs> I, we actually did. I mean, it, it really... I think I did say mind-blowing sex at one point. Now yes, that I'm, you did. It's mm-hmm. refreshing my mind. And... <laughs> The mind that was, <laughs> but on the other hand, you played well, a lot of games with this one too. There's a lot so. of baggage that went that go that came after that. Though, well, he, so. you know, he was one of those that wanted to continuously see me, and he, I thought he was a cool guy, kind of mm-hmm. happy-go-lucky, good personality. And I at one point said because we had gotten together several times, and it was one of those things where he would spend the night, and I would be in his arms. It was a little bit more than just like, okay, thank you, yeah. let me get out of the right. And so I kind of liked that. And after mm-hmm. a few times, then I said, well, would you want to like hang out sometime? Okay, dare I say the word date? I mean, yeah. and, and he was game for that. Yet all 
I could get from him was 1.45 a.m. text. Yeah. Like... Booty calls. Booty calls. And that's yeah. totally like when they're not serious about it Which then. is fine. Yeah. And I went with it for a while, but yeah. then inevitably... You know, I may have responded at 145, and then I would get like, oh, he'd be like, what's up, sexy? And then I'd be like, nothing. And he would end up saying, oh, I'm at this like after hours, you know, party thing in the city. And I'm thinking, and, and it was stringing me along kind of thing. Yeah. What's your point? Inconvenience. Like uh, when they, when they think that you're at their disposal or like, Mm you can just drop everything and be like, oh, yeah, it's 2 a.m., why don't we meet up? You're doing nothing else but And it doesn't work like that. No, he also, I think you were here one time, we had people over, it was late, we had some friends over having drinks here. He retired himself to my bedroom with his friend here that he had brought. I I remember that, I was here. And just like chilling. And And retired, uh, retired, went to my bedroom, took his clothes off and got into my bed as if like I'm going to join him at some point. And just leave everybody else. So I mean. I mean, that's a little presumptuous. It's too comfortable too. Very comfortable. At someone else's home. Right. Right. And so. When you're entertaining. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, we just don't do that. No, you have to be hostess. So, you know, he's been blowing up my phone. I've been traveling a lot, and I've just, you know, finally was getting over it. And yeah. more recently, was out with a friend at a bar here in the city and saw him. And so I, I, he walked by me, and I waved just politely just to say hi, right? Mm-hmm. I haven't been returning his text, but I'm not, I don't hate the guy. It's just mm-hmm. for me, I've moved on. And the next day, he says, hey, it was really great seeing you last night. Well, I didn't respond to that. And... Then the next text was, what's up with you? Uh, you? I've sent you all these texts, and I said, I'm just not interested anymore, is what I said. I was pretty blatant. I Good. Said, you know, I, I just want to move on. And he responds with, yeah, I feel the same way. Oh, and of course, but that's like what an asshole responds with. I feel with. the same way. Yeah. Like, well, if you really feel well, they this, do that okay. on purpose because at first because they're like, heaven they're, forbid, he, you know, yeah, God forbid that someone do that to him first. So I think it's one of those things where like you got it out before he did, and it's like, bitch, you weren't on the same page. You wanted it, but he followed up with, I just thought, drama, I just thought drama. we had more mutual <laughs> respect for each other than to you know not respond like that, and I knew. And you didn't respond to that. I didn't respond to that because that's my other thing is not yeah. letting people get me riled up yeah. too much. And so we let it go, right? Mm-hmm. Here we go. Like three days later, I get a, a, like a midnight text and it's like, I want to fuck that pussy, pound it out. So you scream something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Again, ignored it and oh, haven't Lord. heard from him yet. So anyway, he goes into the, the dump <laughs> pile, the trash bin of, of 2018. That is in by Felicia file. Yes. For real. By Felicia, absolutely. Exactly, exactly. And like I just said, one of the other things I have on my list of leaving behind is letting people get me riled up when I'm out and about in the bars. And I know it is a side product of, for those of you guys that don't go out and you pick up people on the apps, there's benefits to going out, I think. But oh, then there's oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But then you gotta communicate. And sometimes people don't always communicate greatly. No, they don't. <laughs> yeah. They don't. Or you meet them on a different level. Like you meet them they, on a different they level, may be right. like 
they've been out all night and you just got out mm-hmm. or so sometimes that's the disconnect is like yeah. oh, or they don't or they, the, they don't have that extra 30 seconds or so to think about what they're going to text you, you <laughs> totally know? so they've got to be yeah. spontaneous and that or like sometimes we, doesn't work <laughs> or like we talked about when you have that situation where you're out and you meet two people in one night and then it's the struggle or the fight in between, mm-hmm. like who you oh, want. Yeah, not who you want, but like necessarily, you know, when they fight over you, mm-hmm. and it's like there's you like both of them, but it's mm-hmm. not. It's not one of those things where you're like, oh, I'm going to take both of them home. Let's all go home together, one happy no. family. It's not Why that not? because it's never <laughs> that. It's always the drama of okay. one or the other, and yeah, it can them be fighting drama. over it, and like. I mean, I've had that before, and you, we've talked about that. Like, yes, in but the same night when you pass the you other just one, gotta pick. Yeah, we have a, yeah. uh, we the three of us have a, a bartender mutual friend that was sharing with me that he met somebody and he was into it. And one of the things as a bartender that he sees it all from his standpoint is whenever he meets a guy that's coming on to him that he's interested, he's mm-hmm. always looking around the bar after that first exchange to see. <laughs> If that guy is then going to be like on his knees in another part of the bar, exact thing, yeah. or, and so he was happy that this new particular person, and hopefully it'll work out. But this new guy was all about our friend, mm-hmm. and he didn't see any shadiness. And that's I think if that's you a do, good but feeling. Again, too, I think if you do like somebody, yeah. you should pursue that person. Yeah, to, you know. Oh, I agree. To keep agree. them off the radar and but, like interested. But at keep least. in mind, Just our bartender saying. friend also prefers. That you know they kind of hang around and and stare at him all night and dote over and, them, dote over him. You know, listen if and I then, and then because he's not going home with him because he's working and he's tired when he gets off at yeah. four o'clock in the morning. No, know? listen, I've so, had my bartender. I used to have this huge thing for bartenders for whatever reason. I still mm-hmm. probably do in some way. But when I have ever liked a bartender, I was like there in front and center for mm-hmm. them, not yeah. not distracting them and in, in making. Then no, because they've, no, they've got a job thought. to do. That does get boring, though. I mean, no, even no, if you're infatuated with them. No, no. I didn't do it in a way where I was oogling and awing, yeah. like staring them, you know. Yeah. I didn't make them feel you uncomfortable. That portable dental tool, you know that. But <laughs> 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 What? <laughs> to suck up the drool because you're watching. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Hello, you didn't get that? <laughs> I didn't because I was talking. And I think that... There is a way to do it where yeah. I won't find myself on my knees sucking yeah. off somebody else, so that then he finds out. It's just. But you're saying casually. Yeah, if you're gonna suck somebody else off, at least do it discreetly. Exactly. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, there you go. Yes. Who are we fooling? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, Carpenter. Anything? Um, let's get it out. Who? What are we? So, two major things. So, I, I, I'm drama is decreasing. I'm not putting up with drama. Period. Mm-hmm. Just oh, like, thank yeah. God you're giving. I was going to tell you, like, <laughs> you know, we get it, girl. And no, I mean, bring it down. Another other people's too. drama, which oh. is, I get sucked into other people's oh. dramas so much. It's just like enough. Yeah, enough. Well, what you don't know, audience, is that prior to going um, not live but recording the show, he was on the phone with a friend listening to this person's drama. Listening so to this person's drama. when is this going to end? Well, I mean, okay, this is, so there are some things that, you know, I, I've known him for 30 years, so it's... Okay. There are some things that well, you, you have just to have to do. entertain it then. You have to entertain it to yeah. a degree, but the most of it, most of it I'm going to... But you're shed. not going to get involved is your point. So, right. The other thing I'm going to shed is a lot more weight. 
Okay. So I'm down. Uh, I'm, I'm down a good twenty some pounds. That's amazing. Um, Excellent. And I'm going to shed more. And I have some guys who are not happy about that because they. You're talking about. A, um, guys that are interested in you, that yeah. they're more interested that I'm a big guy, and I say I'm, you know, I'm, I'm down 20 pounds, and then the frown comes up. <laughs> That's a big you know? thing. That's actually happened to me with guys too. That uh, like, uh, yeah. when you love them, like the way that they, you met them, or like the the way that you saw them when you first met them, and right. then. I don't know. Then they get like super fit, and then I'm like, so I'm really not interested. And you know, I, there's a, I, they still look excellent, and I'm happy mm-hmm. for them that they're on their fitness journey. Yeah, but that's happened with I some know, guys like before. Yeah, but then they're like, they lean out and they get like ripped, and then I'm like, I'm not as interested as I was when I first well, met and them. You know, and, and professionally, it's a, a lot of actor stories that made their their comedians or what yeah. have you. And they got cast for being a certain size. And then right. when they lose it, mm-hmm. they actually don't get the jobs anymore. Yeah. But then they were doing it for health reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to your yeah. point, did you guys hear of the story of the guy that was sort of twinkish? And he blew yeah. up. Mm-hmm. And he... He decided to become a, become a bear. Or let himself kind of go yeah. and realize that... I didn't. Who was it specifically? Was it, was it a, someone it was a guy in that, or just... No. no he, oh, it, okay. It went viral because he posted a picture of himself, how he used to look, kind of okay. twinkish with a leaner body, mm-hmm. kind of abs and all, and then posted him today. And today he's... Uh, quite large, like a bear, mm-hmm. and said, I'm much more happier today than I was then. Well, that's it awesome. Sort of, it did sort of cause some controversy of, um, I don't know, how did you guys feel about that? You know, is you you have to do what what's right for you to be yeah. happy. You know? mm-hmm. If that's what makes you happy, if you want to be bigger, fine, yeah. do it. You know, um, I had a friend, though, that said he's just, because he's young, that he's just lazy and, like, he feels that today it's just more acceptable to like let it go and hey whatever I'm just gonna I don't know I don't know if I agree with that I think it's everyone's like an individual basis I think it's about like where you get to a point for yourself that you feel the best Mm -hmm. so that could be large and in charge that could be teeny and tiny that could be muscular and jacked it could i mean i think right. everybody has their own level but of this guy right. got re- so imagine a twink really thin mm-hmm. body he got huge like big he's i think he looked good in the picture i think he looks i think How- he looks great as a bear and i think i thought he looked great as a twink too i mean yeah like, but know. you know i say kudos we- to you whatever makes you happy exactly. i think if you did it like if you if if you did it because you're not trying to be what you think perfection is, mm-hmm. great. And maybe now, you know, you're getting people attracted to you in other mm-hmm. ways. Mm-hmm. But is your health still good? I mean, and I know health doesn't equal being thin, mm-hmm. as no. some people might think. No. But is your, or are you, I mean, are you still looking into your health? I mean, right. you just told us, Carpenter, that you're mm-hmm. losing weight. Partly because of health reasons. Well, and yeah. So yeah. I would argue, like you know, if you're keeping it, if you're still healthy and taking care of yourself, then mm-hmm. good. Yes, of course, do whatever you want. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, yes, keep your health in check, but don't don't do something because you think that's what other people. Want. It's the fat, or like you, you want know, it to want to be, be something. Be, be, I do, mean, yeah. Do something if you want to go and pump iron, you know, like a mad woman. 
you know, three days, <laughs> three times a day. A man, you know, woman. Then, then go do it. Just you're not going to fit in that taffeta dress later. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy and I are like gagging. I fucking hate taffeta. But I know. I know. I haven't heard that word in but a no, long it's time. Like, just you know, don't take that don't one out of the closet. Don't edit that out. Sorry. <clears throat> don't don't. Okay, so so you're not gonna you're not gonna fit into that. Oh, chiffon. <laughs> chiffon. No, chiffon wrinkles so easy. Um, <laughs> but no, don't do something. Don't do something just because you think that's what you should do. Yeah. Do it because you're comfortable. And that's don't, what I'm saying. Make do what makes you happy. I, don't I know brain. a lot of guys yeah. who have gone to the gym and made themselves, you know, these massive, gorgeous men, mm-hmm. only because they're hiding who they really are. Yeah. They're hiding behind that, and that's no. Don't hide behind what who you are. Don't hide behind your body. But it's an individual Be, basis, like exactly. I said. Certain well, people if, are if you really want happy that, by go for it. Certain standards that well, they I set think, for themselves. I think so, that's a diplomatic answer. Yeah. And but I think you know, sure. Should everybody be able to do what they want? Of course. Do we all find ourselves judgmental at times? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is the world cruel at times? Of course. Mm-hmm. But if you want to. He obviously posted the picture of before and after to make a point. Yeah. And he was trying to suggest something. And the other thing is that um, I would just go back to, yeah, do what you want. I mean, no one says if you were struggling and feeling like you were being, you know, it was too hard to be thin and keep mm-hmm. that up because of what you thought society wanted, then that's not good. Yeah. But to there's go also the, a level of but confidence. But to go the that... other extreme, right. if maybe. Your if and he's young, so mm-hmm. when you like just I used to be a personal trainer, so when you're that young and then you let yourself go to the to the extremities that he did, mm-hmm. you develop I, fat cells earlier in that are okay, going to be now, a lot harder to get away, and those mm-hmm. fat cells can then also lead to unhealthy. Okay, but but now you're now you're talking as a trainer, right? You're, but you know, I'm looking and, and at it from all but don't, ways. But don't say but don't say let yourself go. Because it's not he's he's he doing, sort of suggested that though in the okay but he's doing what he wants yeah he's making himself look the way he wants to be mm-hmm. right but he and I think he fine. used the word let it go I just think there's a level let of confidence go. that clearly let goes into so. his own comparison <laughs> of like what he was at one time and not now right right I mean that's confident in itself to mm-hmm. post like. A picture exactly. it's, and, it's and show and your saying, comparison of yeah, the two is, different versions of you. This is who I am. Yeah. This is who I am. This is who I was. This is who I am. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy with that. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. Let's I'm move done on. with this. Um, Next. Enough about uh, 2018. Here in 2019, and Happy New Year, y'all. Uh, what are we manifesting y'all. for this fucking new year? And I'll start with myself. Um, I may have mentioned a person that I've been hanging out with in San Francisco. And he was, uh, we used to, when I was a go-go dancer in the 90s, he was a bartender then, and now he's real estate, and we reconnected after 20-plus years, and we've been, every and time I go... the sex was just as good as it was 20 years ago. Better. Well, even the bond. I mean, yeah. not only the Actually, sex. Actually, you know what? That's, that's, oh. that's true yeah. chemistry. We're, yeah. Yeah, we're both chemistry. sort of in awe with it all. Which it's, I think is a really, like, awesome. a very rare thing, or at least uh, it just sounds like it is, to yeah. have, like, such a when you have huge chemistry, gap of years that you yeah. haven't seen the same person and then revisit that. 
it's really amazing mm-hmm. that it's like still a and cool. And then to kind of yeah. take it to the next level, because then I used to be a little bit more prudish and so forth. Believe it or not, she's not now. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and he's kind of happy with all that. Well, I think mm-hmm. we were talking about. Uh, we talked. Jeremy and I talked about it on our dark and dirty after show mm-hmm. a, a couple weeks ago, and you know, we talked about what I did on that. Um, Maybe on the eve of that night. Fist was involved. Um, we'll just, I haven't heard yeah. the details of that. <laughs> yeah, well, listen to Dak and Dirty, and you can too if you listen to our, mm-hmm. uh, join us and become a member on our Patreon page. And thank you, uh, recent Patreon yes. uh, members. Subscribers, yeah. Yeah, you Bravo, guys keep coming you. in, and it's really nice. And it, you get It really ex- helps us do this. It helps us do this show. Exactly. So, yeah, it's really cool. You, and you can, you can sign up for what's, you can sign up for what, five? Is five dollars, yeah. Five dollars. Uh-huh. And you can't get the dark and dirty. Yes. <laughs> and I recently posted some pictures that are um, for your eyes only type of shots. Uh, me, I may or may have not been uh, behind a motorcycle on the Lower East Side naked. Oh. I'm a, you might see my ball sack, <laughs> a Christmas one, and more to come. Those Christmas Jingle balls. balls. <laughs> but what I would like to manifest, I think, is, um, you know, if with him would mm-hmm. it would be great to kind of have a relationship with this guy but a mature very sexual relationship mm-hmm. you know i'm not saying i need to be well, like well of course very sexual yes of it's course it's you well yes but <laughs> mature in and that sex way. is like uh it's healthy for any relationship i think absolutely. too absolutely too yeah and who knows maybe um film some of the hot sex that we have but we're still exploring it too yeah. but I don't know do you guys have any sexually manifestations you want to occur this year I want more big asses in my face than <laughs> I had in 2018 and no more public sex no I still want public sex that didn't really occur as much in 2018 as I would have liked okay. uh, little hints here so and there so you have some goals but that is definitely <laughs> a goal more of a goal in 2019 yeah Bigger asses. Yes. I mean, how big do they need to be? Like, obnoxious. you can hear. Obnoxiously big, like that they're very noticeable. Like a Kardashian ass. Uh, Maybe a a little smaller than that, but still noticeable. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. But yeah, I I mean, I don't think in 2018 that I had enough. And um, I mean, unless I find one that I can get. It's never enough, right? No, but I'm saying unless I find one that I can get hooked on and then that could be like a thing. That would be cool. Oh, that's yeah. That's that can be awesome. So yeah. if you had a relationship, but that I haven't found. So that I'm like still hear that, boys. Yeah, I'm hear still, that. I'm still open to that, and I would love that if He's I had single. like a. Is that like a requirement for say a relationship that you would have? Do you think? I mean, we all think we have. It is. I I used to think I have definitely not made it a requirement based off of meeting somebody that I really liked and had a good mm-hmm. connection with, right. but because. Like I said to you, with your guy, the sex is an important aspect of dating someone and being with someone. Mm-hmm. I think when I did make that not a thing and not worry about it, it ends up ultimately matter. It matters because mm-hmm. sexually then, I wasn't turned on as much by the person. Fairly quickly. Yes, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. So like good, good banter. Wait, what did back. You just say? I said the sex fizzles fairly quickly. It can if you don't. I mean, it can. If well, you, it's all. It's also like it. a lot of it well, is no, mental. I, I so but I think. Yeah, exactly. I think also because I've watched so much porn in the past and stuff. I think 
Uh, Not anymore. But and Tumblr a lot of us away. with Tumblr and Twitter porn and stuff. I think when you are with people and you compare it to that, if you're dating somebody that you're really into, mm-hmm. but they don't compare it to that sexually, I think that that is a problem. At least it is for me. I mean, so if I'm not into this person and our sexual connection isn't as strong as our, then it's, yeah. our bond is, then yeah. it, it ultimately then, is not going to work. You're, then you're just more friends. Yeah. That happens all the time. But I have, I have put it aside for people before well, and made, made uh, it work without that. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, it didn't end up working because right. the sexual aspect was slacking in that department mm-hmm. of like... But I would throw in just a wrench to all of that, that mm-hmm. yes, I think in general that happens with uh, sex. Um, one of the things like I feel like I'm more ready is that I'm in my late 40s. Mm-hmm. I have a different mindset now that I didn't have before. It's not always, I think there's nothing wrong with, um, you know, thinking other people are hot and yeah. so forth. But I think that, you know, there's this wave of, you know, we here on the show, we get so many like people reaching out to us. They're writing books about, they're starting apps mm-hmm. and programs that are helping. We have Master Joshua on giving us the tools to keep sex hot, mm-hmm. interesting, interesting, with changing, spicing it up. with or without, yeah. whether it's um, your individual self, mm-hmm. your own sexual exploration, or it's with a partner and keeping it interesting. And, and, it, and I think the, the narrative has always been, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, and especially us gay men, that at some point we might meet someone, but then it's going to like, we're going to be, you know, having an extracurricular thing outside or we're not going to have sex anymore. Mm-hmm. And then everyone sort of, that's the written rule that we're all just sort of accepting. But I think there's no. all these, and a lot mm. of the people that are developing these new concepts are women, but it's not a, it's a, it's for, you know, everybody. And I'm mm-hmm. loving this wave of like, let's keep it going. Mm-hmm. And when you factor in things like, you know, censorship, like mm-hmm. Tumblr and we're losing people are taking down our Instagram shots. I think we need to, it's a call out to bring it back to your own sexuality and your own development. And being able to express yourself the way that you feel fit. Mm -hmm. And don't just accept that, yep, I guess at some point, you know, I'll meet somebody, but then we'll be bored with each other and we'll just live with each other and I'll have my, you know, Mm -hmm. I think change the story, Mm -hmm. you know. Right. Or spice it up. Or spice it up. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? If, if you've got a boyfriend and, you know, he comes home with some brand new toy, then you damn well better try it out. <laughs> because, you you, I mean, yeah. I mean, you, you got to be open to it. Yeah. You got to be open to, you know, what, what your partner's interested in as mm-hmm. well. Because they're probably the spice the spice level up as well. Because mm-hmm. chances are they're your best friends, so you could tell them the, the most intimate details, and you did it. There was some spark there mm-hmm. that you like yeah. them for. And to your point, yeah, if you brought home that toy that's different, or you found out, yep, my boyfriend has that thing that he likes, mm-hmm. and you know you like panties on a boy. Sometimes Jeremy, <laughs> look at that smile, on a guy, not like, a boy, but yeah. <laughs> Well, <laughs> we use those interchangeably sometimes, but yes. Um, Carpenter, some things you want to manifest, at least sexually, in 2019 here? More sex. More, more, more. Sex. more. Of course, more sex. <laughs> Any particular kind or with a certain type of person? Um, I don't know. I've gotten, I've gotten a lot more vanilla in the past couple of years. What? Yeah, I know. Yourself or just your, uh, like your... Partners, yeah, 
Um, well, I mean, I or I, both. I, I mean, I haven't really done any fisting in a couple of years. Okay, you know, either top or bottom. Would you yeah. like to? You're bored with that, or you're not interested? It's just different. Well, I I really do like fucking. I just you know I do like fucking mm-hmm. and getting the, or receipt or both. Both. Okay. Mm-hmm. Both. I tend to be more bottom, but okay, you know, right. But I like getting fucked, and if you're being fisted on a regular basis, it's not with as one easy. or two hands. Yeah, then it's kind of like you know, <laughs> yeah. when it's really like this, you know. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't. It's a I don't huge know. dick, and it feels like you know. Yeah, a pinky. A yeah. And yeah. And yeah. That's yeah. But and, once in a while, uh, our good friend Dr. Goldstein thinks that it's yeah, totally it, fine once in a while yeah. and, the, and, it, and the whole goes back to its... Right, exactly. But I just, I mean, I, I, mean, I, I don't have the regular playmates that I used to, you know, which were mostly fisting playmates. Right. So. Well, who knows? You could build that up in 2019, too. Well, that's a possibility. Uh, Your client well, book. I'm, I'm not... Uh, my client book. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not ruling things out. I'm just saying, you know, more sex. For yeah. 2019. I hear you. Okay. So, well, that's a great one. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Put that on that vision board. Yeah. I have my vision board going. Mm-hmm. It's very, very important. But let's talk about what's hot right now. Um, there's so many things that I find hot right now, but there's a naked bareback rest... Um, it's all about bareback wrestling and hot houses hit the mat. And there's a director, Trenton Ducati. Um, I guess he's directing this. But I thought this sounded really good. Uh, hot House Entertainment has announced the release of its new feature, Hit the Mat, a movie that showcases men with boners in their singlets and plenty of raw sex on the mat. Hit the Mat will be available on DVD, on the Falcon Studios Group store. It sounds hot. Exactly. And it, it's... Um, and greasy. Somebody that... The, the <laughs> quote, who hasn't looked at a wrestler and wondered what the bulge is like under the singlet? Asked director Ducati. This is a fantasy about amazing bodies and the possibilities of all natural sex between coaches, teammates, and anyone else on the mat. And I can just say, I've always had this fantasy. I've acted it out a couple times. I have a couple singlets, and I'll <laughs> lure some. Wrestling role play in this I know, bitch. I'll put somebody in a wrestling. I mean, I kind of want to bring one home with me to San Francisco because the guy I've been re- referencing that I'm into. You just has, want him to pin you down. Well, he's got these monster <gasps> oh, legs and move. amazing calves. Oh, well, that's hot. With, <laughs> a, look, with wrestling, that's hot. And he has a huge dick, and so I think he would look good. Yeah. And I've always said a thing about and wrestling. And then you'd be that like boy in the audience that would be like, oh my God, I can't wait to see what's under that you know, singlet. Maybe, maybe one scenario would be like the new kid on the block joining the team. Exactly, that boy on the sidelines. doesn't like that, but he's going to teach me a lesson. And I'm just like, oh, I just joined the team and I'm in high school. Oh, I don't know anything. I'm hopeless. You're in college. Oh, Help me. <laughs> I'm an innocent young boy and I don't know anything. Hey, listen, it's my fucking movie, so I can whatever. It's your bitch. fantasy. You can play whatever role you want. Exactly. It's my party. And, yeah. <laughs> and I will come as much as I want. <laughs> but I mean, oh, kind of sounds that. hot to me. Do you guys even like wrestling video I don't actually I don't I mean I like no, to watch it but I de- I definitely wouldn't want to perform it I don't like I like uh more lustful sex than I like oh, yeah. aggression I mean I like aggressive like in I like sexually in aggressive. dominating sense but not in 
wrestling or fighting or any of that yeah. sense. I mean, I like to watch it. It's hot, but I wouldn't want to be a part of it. I yeah. don't, I don't want to fight someone. I don't want to wrestle a guy that I like. Yeah. It well, just really doesn't, f- it just doesn't really turn me on. It is fighting a little bit. I mean, it's a form of like aggression, getting yeah. it out that way. And I just don't, I wouldn't want to personally act it out, but it is definitely sexy to watch. So yeah. that's and how I, I hear you. And to, to that point, I mean, I think that you also need space in New York and that, I mean, space. it's not easy to, I mean, it's I'd have no. to move my whole living room around the ottoman and everything to have that wrestling ring and you area. Need a big tarp for you all, that, yeah. all that lube. You just need a good no, bed. No, a good bed is not good because you fall right off of it and then well, just I'm get saying, fucked like, up. Kill each other. I mean, we're not. But w- that's w- what wrestling is. It is, but you know, within. Well, the, you need the play sheets and you need some good lube and like a Tempur-Pedic mattress that you kind of sink into. Tempur-Pedic. <laughs> okay, Grandma. <laughs> I was thinking like a blow-up pool in the middle of the living room with some oil and grease. I mean. That could be, that could yeah. be interesting. I mean, it's also acting it out, too, yeah. and not getting crazy with it, and obviously being, you know, of, let's not kill each other. This yeah. is just play. Mm-hmm. I think that's where I'm thinking of it. Um, there's actual wrestlers that do this, and, yeah, I don't want to, like... I, I, don't, yeah. I don't I don't like that at all. I had somebody hold me down one time, you know, just play wrestling, and I Yeah, like I like spanking, over. but the wrestling is, like... I, like, knocked him over, and that was it. Oh, Lord. I was done, you know? Were you the one that was pinned down and then you like just he initially tried. pinned me down and then yeah. you're just like, get off of me, like, get the fuck off of me. <laughs> you know? And he's like, I'm not getting off you. You, what are you going to do about it? Well, <laughs> <laughs> and then you showed bitch who's boss. See, I, I edged that kind of behavior on. So if somebody were to do what happened right. to you and mm-hmm. I was you, I'd be like, really? And then I would be like, okay. Oh you Lord. Know? And that, because I like a little bit of that and there's fair and I don't that, mind a little bit of that, but this was, uh, I just, this, I didn't like. Yeah. yeah. I think you this, either like it or you don't. I have a lot yeah. of aggression and, yeah. um, energy sometimes and if I like somebody but you like the playful aspect of it too so I mean, that I like, idea turns yeah, you on I used to probably like it a little bit more like mm-hmm. overly physical now I like the like yeah but then I the kinda, teasing of it but yeah. the playfulness of the for, uh, the, Teasi- uh, teasing the of role it playing fine. part of it yeah. too is, and maybe we'll talk to some of our friends like the Master Joshua's of the world or yeah. I will to see because I would also want to you know it would be cool to have like a seminar on this mm-hmm. in singlets yeah. and to see. So and it's a whole fetish thing, isn't it? It oh, is. Absolutely. Yeah. And you don't want to, you know, hurt anybody as mm-hmm. long as you can find out the right. certain things. I think that could be kind of hot and fun. And maybe yeah. I'll do that this year as a, yeah. Yeah. And, and i let you know, audience, how that goes. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> When's your next trip to San Francisco? <laughs> On a second thing, things that I find hot right now, I mean, Jennifer Lopez in second act, of course, um, amazing, mm-hmm. loving it. But in, people that know me know that I don't, I don't uh, like, I don't become infatuated with Hollywood actors very much. Like, there's mm-hmm. very few. I've just never been, you know, a lot of my friends mm-hmm. tell me, oh my gosh, I'm this yeah. person, that person. But Milo, Vent, I can't say his name, Milo uh, Ventimiglia, her co-star in Second Act, is very hot to me. I mean, mm-hmm. in a he's a hot man. Yeah, yeah, he's in that show. Um, the it's like a show on TV. Um, I forget what it is, but it, uh, people that are listening to this know who I'm talking about, <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's a very popular show. Stephen Gabriel loves the show. He posted on it. But anyways, um, this is us. This is us. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, don't and, know the show, but I haven't seen the show, but I know. One of five people that haven't. 
Yeah, right. I don't want you to either, but uh, I think he's pretty hot. Do you guys think he's hot? Yes, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And he seems cool, too. They usually don't co-star Jennifer with anybody that's not, but... I also am like kind of... Um, she won't permit it. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of think that Austin Wolf these days is hot. I mean, he's been hot all along. And uh, years ago, I like hired him for as a, as a birthday present to me. And it, it was very hot. <laughs> Nothing and, like a gift to yourself. I know. I forgot what, you, what age I was turning. But it was when Rent Boy was still around. Right. And we could probably say that now. Since yeah. It's not around and no one's yeah. going to get yeah. in trouble. Uh, there but, are other ones out there still. But. Yeah. And I, I don't, he's not in those. I don't think. Why? Because now he is. No, he does a lot of home videos now that are super hot. With, so those right. are, I like those because they're the reason, not uh, staged and they're not, I mean, mm-hmm. at least they don't look it and they're not airbrushed over. It's like right. real home videos, which and is He's kind of cool because I, I know, I think he still has this long standing boyfriend and, the, and they clearly have their thing, which is mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. But he always will post a video and I haven't joined his OnlyFans, but I'll see the little clip that mm-hmm. he promotes. And it's like, in a- baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free to play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Stairwell fucking this little Latin twink that I met down the street or it's hot a, on, or the, at the, on the airplane yes. at the gym. Yeah. And it's some guy you <laughs> would like airplane. this, Jeremy. It was fucking a a young twink that he had in like um stockings almost like yeah, you know, pantyhose. pantyhose. Yeah. yeah, I saw it. And Fishnets. Fishnets. And they're always these like little boy types. And he's. I saw the one at the gym too. That one was hot in the shower at the gym. Just like he was cruising him and they just fucked quickly, like at the gym shower. He sort of just kind of has grabbed this whole thing by the balls and Mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, it's great though. And it's like, I kind of like. So he like conducted his own, own, yeah, which is hot. He's he's taken the internet to himself and yeah. figured a way to make it work for him. Mm-hmm. Kudos to you, good. Austin Wolf. Um, yeah. Please be on the show soon. We'd love you to have you. Um, but you'd, you'd love to have him again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too old now. I mean, I think I've seen the current crop of um, boys. boys, and I will use the word boys, but I would be happy for him to be a guest on the show and continue to watch his videos. But Carpenter, recently we were out, and boy, some like extremely hot and I say extremely hot because I was with my out of town friend was he was lusting after the boy that uh, came on to you and you had a whole thing tell us about him oh I never kiss and tell well tell us a little bit (laughs) bitch please (laughs) bitch bye so um so I met you you know you two out um at 
at a bar mm-hmm. and we had a couple of drinks and I just said, I'm going to, I'm going to do a lap and just see. That's always what he like says. 10 laps, but yeah. And, well, I mean, I didn't, I, I wound up doing half a lap because I went by this guy and he looked at me and he went, Ooh, hot daddy. And he grabbed my arm and he pulled me down sitting next to him. Um, somebody was going down on him. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> At the same time, I love it. A multitasker. And, and then he, he, leans, what he, wanted. he leans over. And, and multitasking. Yeah. And he leans over and sticks his tongue down my throat. You know? And, you know, then it was like, oh, chewing my nipple, chewing my nipple. And then he was, I mean, he was making all kinds of hot noises. So, because I'm working on it. I'm working his... <laughs> Squealing like a pig. Yeah. I'm working his nipples. This other guy's working his dick. And then we Bitch switched. Was and busy. I was working his dick. And this other guy was working his nipples. And then, you know, back and forth. He kept, you know... Teamwork. Pulling, pulling, me, up for, pulling me up for air and, and sticking his tongue down my throat. And he was a really good kisser, too. Wow. So. Wow. And I know I... He told us all about it, mm-hmm. and my, our other friend who was visiting was all about, he's, oh my God, the guy's so well, yeah, He hot. saw him walk by, and he looked at him, I said, that's him. And he went, what? <laughs> that's too funny. And so I said, well, did you get his number? No, and I mean, it's kind of hard when they're going, ah, ah, ah. It's like, here, let me give you my number, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Let me write it down on a post-it. On my, I would write it on my dick. Okay, I mean this, yeah, and, and not and, wash and that have. dick. <laughs> when all else oh, fails. God. Well, his dick was well washed. Put it that way. Mm, okay. Wow, that is pretty hot. So. Um, Jeremy, do you have any hot? hot stories not as of late actually. Okay. Yeah, I didn't think so. Um, but <laughs> working Thanks, too much, bitch. girl. I know. Um, but let's talk about uh, right now. So, okay, so hot gay sex topics. We're just going to go through a couple of them. Uh, Grinder cannot seem to keep themselves out of the gay press or just the press in general. We've talked so much about yeah. ahead of it. I won't go through it all because you all know people we've reported on it. But recently, an Australian Grinder user headed to prison following a botched hookup. So essentially, this guy, 25-year-old Jason Hassel, lured an older man he met via the gay dating app using mm-hmm. the alias Alex, Hassel sent a series of sexually explicit messages over two-week period to his victim before offering to meet him at a beach called Bass Point, about 70 miles south of Sydney. Hassel never showed up to their first scheduled meeting, but convinced the victim to meet up again two days later. This time, Hassel came prepared. An accomplice initially greeted the victim. Hassel arrived and declared himself a police officer, then, which has to probably have amazing ramifications Mm -hmm. when you take on a police force type or whatever. He then forced the victim to withdraw uh, the equivalent of $1,400 of US uh, from an ATM and to agree to weekly payments in, oh, what? In order to keep the incident quiet. Hassel threatened to expose the man in public by leaking their chat message and pictures. Uh, he also threatened him with violence. Well, real police came on board and revealed the ident- did, uh, did not reveal the identity of the victim, mm-hmm. but they did, however, charge Jason Hassel with kidnapping, demanding money with menace, and impersonating a police officer. Wow. Courts dismissed the, ca- the kidnapping charge as part of a plea deal. Hassel received 20 months in prison for his crime. That's not enough. That's so stupid. Had that been, and a, white, not- had that been a white woman... That he had done that to? Oh, you're right. I didn't even think of the... Had that been a white yeah. woman that or, he had done that to? Yeah. 
It would have been much longer. He would have been I mean, locked up for yeah, 10 years. Yeah, for life. Or... Do you think that, because Jeremy and I were sort of alluding, because like Grinder has been in, and you and I, Carpenter, have talked so much about the, the relatively newness of apps and meeting people right. and Uber and so forth. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody being dragged down the street recently mm-hmm. in an Uber mm-hmm. because the driver was Russian and didn't like the two men in the back kissing. I mean, these are all things that are occur- occurring yeah. because yeah. of these newness of apps. I mean, mm-hmm. first of all, I would say, and I'm not shaming the victim people, mm-hmm. but I would say never go to a beach, mm-hmm. a remote, uh, like a beach at night. Like yeah. I would never ever well, do that. Okay, I also, oh, okay. But you know, I, I, I said, I, I'm, not, I'm trying not to. Sh- on the other guys, on the other guys defense. I mean, he's meeting somebody in a public place. Yeah. Because he's unsure. I just think it's a oh, little no, bit. No, I mean, at night no, but at a, a beach is sketchy. Beach. I mean, that's sketchy. I mean, I don't know. I don't know the beach and remote. I don't well, know we the know beach. it's it sounds remote. We don't know. It sounds remote, but we don't know how remote I'm, it is. I'm going to go out but, on a limb and think that it wasn't like a crowded, yeah, you know, beach. In the I just of the think day. it's. I think it's important if you do use the apps, mm-hmm. and there are so many people that frequent them, and I have been one of them myself. But it's also about making sure that your safety is top priority. Absolutely. So I think over it's the about sexual experience. Yes, sexual over experience. that any day, yes. it's so much more important. So I, I think, mean, and we get it. We yeah. all want to get laid. And we're all so horny, yeah, and, I mean, how but many it's times still we, about how like, many times do we go to somebody's house for sex yeah. that we've met on an app? We don't know them. Yeah. And you're just you're just going into their house, into yeah. their home. That's you why I try to host you know, most of the time because I want myself to be comfortable and I, I don't want to jeopardize my safety but, for I mean, somebody sketchy coming over. So if somebody sketchy does come over, it is I, I right. do but end up somebody, having to force them out. It's not always easy, okay. but, but, but I mean, that's what it is. True. I'd rather that than go to someone's house, be extremely uncomfortable, or a, and or not a be able to, yeah, or not be able to escape or right. leave. Even, or, even, if, even if somebody comes over and they're sketchy, and they, I mean, you don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, The true. best thing to do, I mean, because we're all going to do it, right? Mm-hmm. We're all going to hook up, is... Tell a friend what yeah. you're doing. You know, we all have friends who are sisters, what have you, that, you know, good friends. Mm-hmm. They know us. They know what we do. They know, you know, you can tell them anything. Tell them this. Yeah. Tell them, hey, I'm, I'm hooking up with this guy at, you know, at, at such and such a neighborhood on such mm-hmm. and such a, such a street. You know, I'll be, you know, um, I'll, I'll text you back in a couple hours. Yeah. Right. Know? So tell them where you're going. Yeah. Especially if you and feel then like follow it's, back up with them. Because especially if you feel like it's a situation. Yeah. I think if you're if you're skeptical about it. Right. I mean, well, or, in, or if you or if you don't want to go to that level, just you know, do find my friends. Yeah. With you know, on your phone. Yeah. With a couple of people, so that you know, hey, oh, that's, I have, I like that one. You know, I haven't I ha- I haven't seen you know wh- wh- where's Bob? I haven't seen Bob. Yeah. You know. And well, that, you can, so you, you can do that by turning on the location, correct? Right. So you uh, am, you are able to track where your friends yes. are, yes. Mind, which, just, which just are the, the people that you care about. So I mean, it, you wouldn't mind them knowing well, where but you are. I like but that you one. Can, you yeah. can turn it on. You can turn it on for a certain amount of time. For, okay. You know, for certain friends, or until you turn it back off. Okay. As long as the hookup takes. Yeah. Right. As long as the hookup takes, and then you know, okay. Right. Right. And again, I'm not, definitely not. Uh, saying anything against this victim and he was a victim against this. Totally. One of the other things though that the story said was that this was the first time 
he this he reached out to this guy or the guy reached out to him mm-hmm. the guy went to i guess the beach and the guy didn't show up so that's a red flag already yeah. so i would just say like use i know we're like i said we're all horny but use some yeah. common sense when if some guy it's it's, it's hard to if, use common sense when you when you no, it, it, it is it, it really some, is no. if some yeah. guy said he was going to meet you at some remote beach i'm just going to say it like that yeah. at night and doesn't show up, and you went out there, and then reaches out to you a second time. I think it's and hard. And then you go again, and then he, mm, I think we all, I'm just going to say it, we just got to wake the fuck up. I just think or, you have to go with your gut instinct, but I would also say when you're horny, no, your, your gut instinct ha- would say, I want to get fucked, or I want to fuck. Yeah, so. I'm always like in a detective novel here, and I think <laughs> everyone's sinister. And uh-uh. I would not go to a remote, be- I just wouldn't. And I wouldn't, if somebody stood me up, I wouldn't go back again to that yeah. same beach. I just, I don't know. It depends. I value, I, I might do it. That's well, a, I'm telling people to wake the fuck up because yeah, but, it's not and, worth and, it. And, yeah, but you know, you, you, you're looking at this in hindsight as well, mm-hmm. and you're also looking at a third person. You know, so if it's you, yeah, there are things you're not going to do. But yeah. if you're horny and this guy's hot, there are things you're going to you're do. You're going to want to meet him. Mm, I've well, I wouldn't just. I'm speaking for myself. I know right. what I would do, but you know, I think but, it's horrible. And, and, and the, I'm glad the guy's going to jail. Yeah, I'm glad and he's going to jail. I think he should be going for a lot more time. I think yeah. you're right, personally. I think yeah. you brought up a really good point about if it was a white woman, it would be longer than this sentence. So it was mm-hmm. a white woman and a white man. He would be going to jail for X number of years. If it was a white woman and a black man, he'd be going for longer. Even longer. You know, I mean, yeah. You know, let's not yeah. mince our words here. Mm-hmm. So, exactly. But that's another topic. That's another topic. We have to get to our guest here, and we could go on and on, but yes, it's, we can. But more to come this year. We're super excited for about sure. our second year anniversary. Um, I want to bring in our um, our producer friend that's helped us so much this yes, past year. Who, who hides behind the scenes all the time. <laughs> yeah. Who's, who's filming, filming us. us as we speak. Right, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> He's, um, uh, he also works the, works the computer when we do the live shows and takes questions from Twitter and from Facebook and what have you. And, and let's bring him up right now. Oh, I'm very excited. Uh, as I said earlier, I we were going to be talking to DJ Laurent, who is uh, responsible for our Dark and Dirty After Shows theme song. DJ Laurent is here with me. First of all, Happy New Year, DJ Laurent. Happy New Year, Steve. <laughs> Laurent, we can call you, right? Yes, you could call me Laurent. Yes, so um, we obviously met, uh, I've heard you spin at the cock before. I heard you just did a New Year's Eve party. Yeah, I DJ there last night. At the cock. Yes, we went till 6 a.m. Oh, my don't, God. Don't tell anyone. I can only, if, for those of you who don't know, the cock is a long-running long establishment. I've talked about it here on the show. I think it's in its third incarnation. Third incarnation, and I think the best one. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't attending very much at the last two, but this one, I think they, I think they really hit the spot with this one because it's two floors, and the downstairs is basically a cave. Right. Or I call it a dungeon. A dungeon, or, yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. heaven forbid there's ever a fire. Although I've seen the fire oh exit in the back. I know. I don't know why I went there. but <laughs> God forbid. Queens will be screaming on their knees. Everyone and, will be on the papers. Yes, but everyone... Yes, I, I don't know why I went there. But anyway, it's a great... What's it like to spin there? Because in the midst of, you know... Such a sexual, sexually produced ground. It's a very sexually produced ground, and um, 
So I think my music, it's, it's a complicated answer because they do have a variety of DJs who play different things. Exactly. You but know, we're not hearing Britney and... <laughs> well, you know, we? some nights you will hear Britney remixes. Okay. And um, what I, I love spinning there because I have a, I don't necessarily like calling it a dark sound, but since it's a you know dark environment with dark lights, let's call it, I have a kind of a dark sound that's sexy. It has a groove to it. So I think it works with the environment. You definitely have a darker sound to it and I love it. And that's why I reached out to you. You sent me a few different tracks to kind of listen I did, to. Yeah. I listened to several of them and I'm so excited that the one that I picked for the theme song of Dark and Dirty After Show happens to be the song that you're releasing with the music video. It's um, Delusions of Grandeur uh, alongside the illustrious Blacks. The amazing illustrious Blacks. The, the amazing. Yeah, are they called the amazing? No, no, oh, no. They are but amazing. they are amazing. Yes. Though, yeah. um, I want to get more into that. This is off. This uh, song is off of your label, Royal Advisor Records. Advisor That's right. Records. R-A-R. Um, yes, exactly. How long have you had this label? Going on nine years in February. Okay, wow. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. This song is so sexy I'm and glad you like dark. It. I love it. It was like, you know, and did you, you were already planning on re- releasing this with a video? So the song actually came out exactly two years ago. Okay. It officially came out uh, December 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a release party at what was called Eastern Block. Which oh, yeah. Which is now um, Club Coming. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And um, so at the time, we just, uh, we actually, no, we did try to have a music video about a few months into the release, but it just didn't work out. And then we tried again last year. And then this year, I was like, you know what, guys, with the political climate that we're in, you know, delusions of grandeur, nothing is real, which is the, you know, Lyrics the of the song, yeah. yep. We have to do it. We have to do it. So we finally did it. Um, yeah, that's the beauty of music these days. It's like less, it's particularly when you own your own label and when you create your own thing, it's, you're not bound maybe like the old days. Yeah. So yes. Um, and that's something I try to tell people, uh, when you, it's not only that when you own your own label, but when you are, uh, you know, like underground musicians or, uh, Musicians, independent artists artists that, you know, you know, there's no record label putting a million dollars into us yet. Right. Pressuring us to be like, you have to do the music video, you have to do the music video. I always feel like when you're in our shoes, the only way is up, you know, like sales don't go down, sales only go up. Exactly. And, you know, you could wait a year or two and then put out a banging music video. And it really is. I just was fortunate to see the music video. Hopefully it's going to come out uh, soon. Soon, And I will be one of the... It's finished. It's finished. We're waiting for the right time. It is so sexy and good. Tell me a little bit about the illustrious blacks, the amazing... The amazing illustrious. illustrious. We we renamed them. They're uh, they're a duo. They're a duo. They're husbands. And was I was talking about it when you see the video, they're African American, yes, and they look particularly, at least in this music video, a lot alike. And I was saying, are they twins? They're not twins, uh, but they dress the same. Um, uh, they call themselves an Afrofuturistic duo. Love it. Uh, they're very talented. Uh, 
they both sing. One is a DJ and the other is a dancer. So it's just just like art, marriage art, made in art, heaven. <laughs> art. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Exactly, marriage made in heaven. And it works with the music video because, as you were telling me uh, before we started recording, is that the title works "Delusions of Grandeur." It, it it's befitting because I thought, oh, are they twins? And that's the whole part of nothing. What we don't know what's real, what's not. Yeah, they dressed the same for the video so that we could play with their, you know, placements. And uh, as you see, there's a lot of warping effects because yes. nothing is real. Uh, it's trippy. It's trippy. So we could warp um, one into the other. Uh, the way you could tell them apart is uh, Monster Black has a beard and Man Child Black does not. I love it. I, I love it. It's very, um, over the summer, I went to the Afro. Um, Afropunk, Afropunk yeah. Music Fest in Brooklyn, and I could see them. They should be on the lineup if they haven't already. They might have already been. I'm sure. I, yeah. could, I could totally see them in the lineup. Yeah, 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 they're yeah. awesome. Um, who's the other person that's in the music? Tyler video? Ashley is a, uh, also a dancer. She's very talented. She does a lot of uh, uh, performance art in Brooklyn. Cool. She calls herself the Daphne of Bushwick. Wow. Um, she's amazing. She's one of my... She's one of my favorite people. She, she's an amazing person. She's stunning. We're using the word amazing a lot, but these are amazing people. <laughs> she's, she's stunningly she's beautiful. She's stunning. And if you have a chance to see one of her performances at a bar, uh, make sure you catch her. Say her name again. Tyler Ashley. Tyler Ashley, yes. Yeah. She will... performs at uh, Bushwig a lot, you know, uh, to, to like the wig stock of uh, Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. They have in Brooklyn every year. Very cool. She's always one of the headliners. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So we'll definitely look out for all of this. Also, thank you for allowing us to use the, the song. I'm glad you're using it. Yes, it's so awesome. Um, I just want to talk a little bit more about your sound. And I know that you DJ, or at least for the last couple of years, for the iconic Folsom Street Fair. There's a party they do at called Steam at the Powerhouse. And for those people that don't know in San Francisco, Powerhouse is what, a, a bathhouse? No, it's or like a sex club. Neither. It's neither. A, it's oh, a, am I? <laughs> it's it's a it's a it's I'm a think, it's a club. Are you too, so, I'm uh, thinking uh, of the Power uh, Exchange, which is a sex. There's club. There's also uh, Steamworks. Yes. Yeah, yeah, one yeah. of those. Yeah. 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 No, Powerhouse. Um, yeah, Powerhouse is a. So it's. I think if unless it's a bathhouse, I think in San Francisco they can't say anything is a sex club. Okay. It's a very sexy club. It is like. It is like the uh, the way I describe it. It's a. Uh, it looks like New York's eagle and the cock had a child. Oh, okay. It's much smaller than the eagle, right? But it's bigger than the cock. It has a dance floor that's like You know, you go. The bar is big. You go. You know, you get in the bar area, then you go up the steps to the dance floor, where a lot of stuff goes on. But it's not as because you know it's the environment isn't that dark. Like it's, right. it's a little lit. You know, so but definitely it speaks was, to the BDSM culture and community. Definitely, it's a very sexual environment. It's as far as bars and clubs. Well, yeah. So, what was that? What was this year's Folsom Street like uh, steam party like? Um, steamy. <laughs> it was steamy. Um, I had prob. I don't. It's one of my favorite gigs ever. Was this past year at Powerhouse. Nice. It was, you know, it was loud. It was really crowded. Um, and, you know, I, 
it's only in the last two or three years that I'm doing these out of town gigs. And it's funny because, you know, when you're DJing in the city, you know, you, your friends come out or, you, you know, people, you know, everyone. You have support and all. Yeah. 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 I like being by myself and not knowing anyone because it kind of, you learn about yourself and you learn about your work, you know, because you have to work. You're not, you know, giving out drink tickets or anything. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Um, Plus so, for this iconic Folsom Street Fair. Yeah, and it's Folsom Street. Weekend. So there's a line outside. and But um, yeah, Folsom Street is very special. <laughs> yes. I try to explain to people that it's like as crowded as our gay pride. Absolutely. Almost. Yeah. Maybe not as much, but almost. Because we have Folsom East, which I also DJ for. Right. And it's one block. Yeah, right. <laughs> as fun as it is, but it's it just is, not. It is. It's just not the same thing. And to you know the credit of um, San Francisco, it's been there since Forever. day one. Yeah. It's been the inspiration for Berlin's Folsom mm-hmm. Street Fair, and it breaks in. I mean, we've um, Folsom Forever uh, is a great documentary that for anyone's. We've talked about it before. For anyone that's interested, you can really oh, get the history. Seen it. Oh, I may have a, a uh, copy. If I do, I'll uh, lend it to you. But I recommend it. It really breaks everything down. Have you been to Dory Alley? And that's the only one I have. It it always falls right smack dab in the summer, and I'm always unavailable. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, want I to. DJ'd for same club, same party for Dorielli as well. It's it feels very much the same. It's just smaller. Uh, some I, say even more sexual and less. Uh, well, what less it is is Folsom has or, become very mainstream, and people bring their kids there. Right. I mean, I don't know about that, but they do. Uh, so Dorielli doesn't have that yet. It's just. Uh, you know, right, adult entertainment and for a little adults. bit more just gay men, perhaps. Exactly. Here, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right, which is great. Also, big up. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, seeing as we've been talking about on all this whole uh, new year, twenty nineteen, with this is a big year, particularly uh, for all of us um, yes. LGBTQ. It is the fiftieth anniversary of Stonewall mm-hmm. here in New York City. It's World, World Pride. Prize. Are you excited? I'm very excited. Cool, cool. Do you have gigs lined up yet, or you're not yet? I'm looking. Plenty of time for that. Plenty of and time. I have no. Um, but I did want to talk to you because it, of the anniversary of Stonewall. You and I were talking recently about a movie that I really loved, and I was so happy you saw it. It's available, I think, on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It is. It's called The Death and Life of Marsha P. Johnson. And for those of people that don't know, um, Marsha P. Johnson was, uh, was she at the, in the 70s? What was the era that? Um, the 60s, late 60s. Late 60s. And she was probably the one of the first that we know of transgender uh, people, right? Females. Right. And yes. alongside many people. Within both, our like, New York City community who were visible like who went out and stuff, yeah. Exactly. Um, One of the things that uh, she was friends with and kind of worked with was Sylvia Rivera, who's also very, was um, kind of loud and outspoken. And they they were kind of the first two that kind of partnered up. Talk a little bit about uh, what the significance of of their legacy. So I just saw for, you know, listeners who haven't seen it. Right. I just saw the documentary last week. And... Everyone should see it. It's very well made. It's really in depth. I really, I wasn't expecting that. It's you know, it gives you so much information about so many things. And um, I think the story goes that 
Marsha P. Johnson was at Stonewall during the raids, but a lot of people came after when they heard that this was going on to kind of help, you know, Exclude. the victims, I guess. Right. Um, and so Sylvia Rivera was one of the people who came right after. Um, and she was more of a loud, you know, Marsha P. Johnson was more like a, uh, what do you call it? Like, like a deity, like an entity, you know, right. always loving, uh, walking around in different outfits, mm-hmm. you know. But Sylvia Rivera was the protest queen. Activist. Almost. Activist. And even before Stonewall. Right. And in the documentary, it says she was the one the very next day, like almost teaching everyone how to protest. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, what fascinated me about this whole subject is how they jumped to only five years later, you know, as soon as like the early 70s, people were trying to monetize the Stonewall movement and it became a white gay male thing. And they were trying to kind of push the drag queens and the trans people to the side. And, <coughs> excuse me, and they had this, uh, uh, what do you call it, demonstration in Washington Square Park where they wouldn't let the drag queens and um, transgender, transgender participate. Part, yeah, exactly. They wouldn't let them on stage because they thought they were promoting stereotypes, you know? And Sylvia Rivera gets on stage and just Rips lets everyone, everyone a new one. <laughs> lets everyone, yeah, exactly. Rips everyone a new one and says, I got my nose broken for you. I went to jail for you. How can you do this to me? Right. And it's amazing. Like, it's a real speech. It happened. And there's no movie that could do a better job at it, that kind of thing, you know? She's definitely somebody, it's a perfect movie to watch this year to it's learn a, a, a little bit of our this, history. It is the movie to watch um, this The movie year. also, of course, I mean, it's called The Death and Life of Marsha P. Johnson and, and uh, you know, sadly, uh, her she is murdered yeah. um, off of the West Side Christopher uh, Street Piers, right? Piers, right. And the mystery, I don't know if they've ever solved if she was murdered So or they don't if, solve it yet. They haven't solved it yet, but I think it's so bizarre I, so that, you know, someone so important to the community was, she either, well, she was either murdered or something bad happened to her. And I think, you know, you know, I think, I'm just assuming, I think because the AIDS crisis was going, it was ravaging the community so hard at the time, I think people couldn't really, it didn't register what it just had just happened. Right. Well, and it was also the police department at the time that if there was something reported like they would a death of, of, of a trans it, it person. It wasn't important to them. Of course, they probably thought it was a drag queen and it it was so low on the totem pole of right. importance. And, you know, as investigations go, if you don't, you know, really delve into these things. Well, it's New York City 1992. Yeah, right. <laughs> so one would hope that today, yeah. well, you know, that would be different, but... But I'm saying, like, even from the community, why didn't more people rise up and say, what the, what happened? You Good know? point. I just right. think people were preoccupied with the AIDS crisis, and they were they just, I don't know. That's just what I'm assuming. I wasn't there. I you think know? you're right. And, and, and certainly, to, uh, you know, today, the transgender community is much more outspoken, yes. and, uh, you know, they get the, the T in LGBTQ. And so... I just think there wasn't enough education no. within our own within our own community, community right. to want to go there, and it's sad. But highly, highly recommend the I, film. I also think it's also so fascinating. You know, uh, Stone was 1969, and then uh, Marsha B. Johnson passed away in 
1992, and then Sylvia Rivera died in 2002. There's a long time between Stonewall and the rest of their lives. And I, I just think that's kind of fascinating, you know? Exactly. They did so much afterwards. Right. They also opened up a, like a kind of an informal house that brought in... Star, I think. Right. Is that, that what you're talking about? Exactly. Yeah, Essentially, yeah. that On brought Street, in... Yeah. Um, you know, transgendered people that had nowhere else to go that you can, that, you know, really were going to live on the streets and they sort of brought them in, kind of became their mothers and in so many words, uh, much like the show Pose does a good job of showing. And I think that's okay. (laughs) You have a homework assignment. um, Also on Netflix. Yes, exactly. So we'll, I, I'm so excited uh, for what's ahead. Uh, Laurent is actually going to join us on the After Dark and Dirty show, as he should, since he, he has the theme song. But um, So please join us for the Dark and Dirty After show, and you can hear it on our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex. But Laurent, how can people follow you or you know hear your music and so forth? Uh, people can follow me on... Instagram, it's a DJ underscore L-O-R-A-N-T. If they want to hear my uh, music, they could go to soundcloud.com slash DJ Laurent. But um, I prefer podcasts over SoundCloud. and um, So do we. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the best way to find my podcast is if you go on um, iTunes and type in L-O-R-A-N-T. It's one of the first, th- and you go down to podcasts. It's one of the first things that oh, comes perfect. up. Oh, perfect. Just it's, Laurent, right? In podcast. Yeah, it says Laurent's Illogical Techno Podcast. Okay, but if you type in Laurent, I'm sure it'll pick it up. Yeah, it, it's, yeah. if you type in Laurent and you go to the, you know, when you scroll down, you see the podcast. And uh, that's the best way to yeah. do it, just like our show, is that once you subscribe, anytime you produce a new mix or whatever you're producing, we get it, and that's the best thing. Or so. you can go to laurent.podomatic.com. Okay, we yeah. will list all of those. Yeah. Um, I love the podcast idea, though. Um, DJ Laurent, thank you so much. Thank you. And once again, thing is for uh, I'm looking forward to the release of Delusions of Grandeur, which you'll let me know, and we will post that. Yes, thank Thanks you so for much. having me. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. So just use this, one, right? What? <laughs> hey, oh, uh, so we took a quick break. Uh, Happy New Year, you all. Happy 2019. Um, so if you notice where Steve Carpenter was, he's just filming this for our YouTube channel, but we're here with our producer who's really helped us out for Talk About Gay Sex for so long. Talking to the camera, David, how are you? I'm doing very well. Good. Talk right you. into that camera like it's a big fucking dick. It's a big dick. camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, David, you've, you've seen a lot with the show with us yes. and you've heard a lot of our, our banter back and forth. Um, I just want to know one of the things that, you know, you're leaving behind in 2018. And I encourage everybody to do that. Create your vision board. And, you know, one would argue it's just another year. But, mm-hmm. like, use use it for what it is. Use it as a time to, like, say goodbye. And, and progress. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of things I want to say goodbye to Okay, we only have a few minutes. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of negativity and people that... Um, that have been around me that have been very negative. So I need to push them away and keep that distance from them. Um, going forward 2019, obviously a lot more sex. <laughs> Definitely more sex. And public sex. It must be something about this seat over here because yeah. Carpenter said the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah public sex. I um, actually experienced something uh, a week ago 
maybe two weeks, um, which I haven't had in a while, and it was quite exhilarating. So I'm looking forward to more of that. Well, you cannot just leave us yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, uh, I he don't won't know. know. Don't worry <laughs> yeah. about it. So. Well, it doesn't matter if he knows or not. Uh, no, no names involved. But we were, we, were public, walking, so we were walking. So We were walking down the street. Ended up um, walking him to the train station. We go in through the tunnel, and he grabbed me. I grabbed him, and my pants came down, and he went he at went. it. He went at it. So yeah. He genuflected. He yeah. He definitely did. <laughs> Um, and spoke into the mic. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Scared you. I mean, so, are, I've always been curious about some of those videos. Are there cameras all down there? And if there are... That I don't know. I feel like there I, are, but it really doesn't matter because they I don't come out and say, yeah. oh, you can't yeah. do this here. So like even I porn that I've seen, I've seen it filmed like while you're waiting for the train. Yeah. Right where, and like maybe at 3 a.m. where there's no one around, but like... I think there's cameras there, but for like overall safety purposes. Yeah. But no one's gonna come out and say like, "Oh, stop sucking stop, that dick." Yeah. yeah, right. They're not gonna do that. Yeah. I mean, there was a mirror. I saw that. I didn't see cameras, but that's fine. I mean, we good did for it, you. So. Wow. Yeah. But even if there was, it, yeah. I think it would make it even hotter. Like or probably. I know that you were supposed to. I'm um, just calling it out. You were supposed to go on a date tonight, but when you heard yes. you were filming tonight, you came here. Is this yeah. that person? No, no, okay. this is someone okay. completely different. Okay. So, okay, that was that. That was sex. Yeah, and yeah. This person, are you interested in still dating? Uh, yes, yes. I mean, we've been seeing each other quite often, and um, the date tonight was someone that I don't see very often, but but okay. still interesting. Busy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Trying to be. Get some more dates going, different people. So we love it. Well, yeah. David, I want to thank you so much thank for uh, this last year helping so much on the show and our Cheers. live shows. Glad and to I, be here. Yep. And Cheers. I want um, to see more of you this year. We'll Cheers. we'll have you back on if you don't mind switching with Carpenter real quick to bring all. him back in the show. <laughs> um, wow, I can't believe that he he also wants to have more sex in 20 inches. I know, and, I love and it. And had public sex. I know, like, I love with that. you. Are you still into public sex? Yeah, it's definitely on the list. I just, I didn't perform it in 2018, so I need it to happen in 2019. We, we got to book some dates to get oh, that God, we're just getting... <laughs> Guys, please, call him. Have sex with him in public, please. <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> okay, so we're still filming, or but we are recording. Um, real quick before we leave, and we've got to go, but... Um, you know, with things like Tumblr going G-rated, if we will, and Facebook mm -hmm. banning any postings they deem solicitatious, and of course, Instagram is pulling people down. I have, there was another story All I was going to get to. Yeah. Um, All over the place. There's definitely a major slant, at least in 2018. You know, it's probably going to continue, unfortunately, for a little bit of a conservative government. Yeah. Um, What's our predictions for this year? I mean, my I'll just start with me. I just think that in a time of things being taken away from us and uh, censorship is when we really thrive and show our face. Yeah. So that's why mm -hmm. this show is such a great thing because we we're, are uncensored. Yeah, mm -hmm. and when we've got you know an eye on the prize, at least in June with World Gay Pride, and we've got you know we're celebrating a monumental mm -hmm. um, fifty years of Stonewall. We've got some major things to look at where we've been and where we've come and where we're going. And it's up to us to really, you know, go forward and also just make it about us. So make mm -hmm. it your personal story and, and explore your sexuality. 
explore your sexuality, do something different, do something that you've wanted to try, mm -hmm. there's plenty of willing partners that you're going to find that are, you know, that are going to be, you know, want to try things as well. So, mm -hmm. and if, and if you're not finding them, then you're just not looking in the right place. Mm -hmm. So absolutely, absolutely. Anything you want to add to that as we toast everyone? No, here? <laughs> I think it's going to be an amazing year. It is. And so um, from all of us here at Talk About Gay Sex, including David, our producer, and everybody else that supports the show, including our members on Patreon, and you too can become a uh, Patreon member. Happy fucking 2019. Happy fucking 2019. And <laughs> suck dick, get fucked, show your ass, kiss in public. See, we're on sense. Get fisted. <laughs> and do it all with respect and love. And in the meantime, y'all, continue having hot, hot gay, gay, gay sex. sex. Perfect. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER and partnership with MGM Northfield Park.